0: Thank you, Piano. Thank you, Oregon. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Thank you, Miss Debbie. Church of the Warm Heart, good morning. Good morning. Great to have you on this beautiful fall day. It feels like November out there. My name is Michael Beneshek. I'm one of your warm heart pastors. Just to say hello. Welcome to each and every one of you. Joining us online, whatever day you are watching us. Hi, we are we are blessed to have you with us. If this is your first time here. I just want to say hello. Thanks for Thanks for being here. Uh, I'd love to hear how you how you found out about us, uh, but we are blessed to have you with us here today. I'm looking around; we're a small but feisty group, it looks like. Uh, I know some of our folk uh, who usually come to this service they were at the earlier service uh, for a blessing of quilts. We're doing a veteran thing today. Uh, we'll celebrate our veterans at this service as well, but uh, we also gave out quilts uh, to a lot of a lot of our veterans. Um, this morning and some of our folk here were were there, uh, but it's great to have you with us. Uh, turkey boxes? Any boxes left? Still to, are they all? They're all gone. So, if you'd like to help with the turkey boxes this year, we're still collecting money uh, to help pay for turkeys. We're we're buying the butter and the turkeys uh, as as church staff. And if you'd like to help participate in that, just let us know. Uh, if you did get a box. And you're, you still have to go shopping. Someone told me, Winco is about forty-five bucks to fill a box. Walmart's about thirty-five bucks to fill a box. If you go to Whole Foods, it's about eight hundred and sixty dollars to fill a box. So, so go shopping where you want to go shopping. Uh, but we are here to praise, to worship, to give thanks, and we're also here to sing. Are are we ready to sing? Let's let's stand and sing our praises.
1: I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away, when I die, hallelujah.
0: Everyone comes in, you're telling them to fly away.
1: <laughs> well, stay, but come here. Back. S-
0: stay here, <laughs> then we'll fly away.
2: Today, with open hands and open hearts, we come to you with gratitude for the abundance and beauty of your creation, for our church, our homes, and our community. In all things, we give thanks, for you are the source of life and love. Teach us, Lord, to reframe when we need to reframe and to gain a perspective that is rooted in compassion for ourselves and for others, so that we may live a life of gratitude. And so today, Lord, we come together to pray to you as Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not to temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen
0: let's take a few moments i think we can you could probably greet just about everybody here today well i'll meet you all in the middle how about we just greet each other in the middle and then we'll come back uh, for children's time of kids up here at the first service, uh, again, some of them who come here, anyway, it's good to see you guys, good to see you, Mr. Leo, How, I like your uh, Mickey Mouse socks, those are pretty cool, let me tell you a quick pretend story, pretend story, I'm there, I'm, I'm sleeping at night, uh, this is what I hear, something's in the walls, guess what it is? a rat or a mouse. I'm going to go with mouse. That sounds safer than a rat. <laughs> it's a mouse. So what am I going to do? I'm going to, all right, I'll make a phone call. I'm going to call the exterminator. Hey, I have a mouse problem. And the exterminator makes night calls. It's great. And do you know what gets rid of mice? What? Uh, give me another animal that gets rid of a, a cat. So the exterminator brings a cat. Yay! So the cat chases out the mouse. Like, Oh, thank God. I could just go to bed now. So I go to bed. And in the middle of the night, I hear,
1: <laughs>
0: Does anyone have a cat that makes those noises at night? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes, we had, a, we had a 23-year-old, 23? 22-year-old cat that uh, was just cranky in her old age. Meow. So I get up. I can't sleep. I call the exterminator. Hey, I got this cat problem. Yeah, that you caused. Uh-huh. <laughs> So they come over again. And guess guess what chases cats? Dogs. A dog. So it brings a dog over, and the dog chases away the cat. Like that's nice. Alright, I can go back to bed. No more cat. Some of you have neighbors with dogs, right? Oh. Can't sleep like this. So ding 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 ding. This is how you called in the old days. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> we're, we're old school. Yeah, I got this dog problem that you caused. So he comes over again. Again, this is like the third trip in the night, right? And uh, let's see what gets rid of dogs. Let's go with since we're making this up anyway. Let's go with alligator. He brings an alligator. Alligator gets rid of the dog. I don't want to know how. I don't know want to know why kid at the first service said the, the, the thing ate the dog and then we had the kid crying over here because the dog was <laughs> dead. No, no, no. Right. But the alligator gets rid of the dog. <sighs> so we go to bed. And in the, in the middle of the night, what do I hear? What does an alligator sound like? I don't know. Don't <clears throat> oh, chomp, chomp, chomp. And I look up and it's chomping on the, and the blankets are going down as the <laughs> alligator. show. Uh, yeah, real fast. Got an alligator problem. So he, he brings over, let's see, what would get rid of an alligator? Brings an elephant. Elephant stomps on in to get rid of the alligator. I promise this is going somewhere. Maybe. So stomp, stomp, stomp. And the alligator goes away to the neighbor's house to get rid of their dog. So that's good. Uh, and, and, oh, good. Alligator's gone. I can go to sleep. I got to bed. And in the middle of the night, what do I hear? That's a pretty good one. Can you all give me an uh, elephant? (laughs) A couple of you. There you go. I got to get rid of this elephant. Yeah, I have an elephant problem that you caused. Uh, Yes, I'm paying you $200 every time you come out. I get it. But uh, get rid of this elephant. And do you know what elephants are scared of? And he brings over this mouse. And chases the elephant away, and you see how the story goes. Not... So I go to bed, and this is what I hear. All right. It's always going to be something, isn't it? Our family motto, it's always something. Something's always going to go wrong. Something's not going to go according to plan. There's always going to be something to bother you during the day. Sometimes they're small things. Sometimes they're big things. But there's a line in the Bible that says, Be thankful. Be thankful in all circumstance, whether you have a mouse, whether you have an alligator, whether times are going good, whether they're going bad. Be thankful. I've discovered that if you're thankful, it's really hard to complain when you're thankful. Yeah. You could have put poison in the piece of cheese to get to the mouse. I could have poisoned the mouse, but in our family, we try to get everything. We try. Spiders are an exception. If they're in our house, they're... they're, mm, they're The clock crocodile sounds like a ticking clock from Peter Pan. Yeah. Be thankful in all things. In all things, be thankful. Let's pray. God above, we ask your blessings upon these little and bigger ones. And all the folk out here that as we grow in love and godliness together, that we are reminded that even though days might be tough, we don't walk through them alone but with you. And the family of God said, Amen. Amen. And there's Sunday school for children and youth. If you are a youth and want to go to Sunday school, follow Nicole. Thanks for coming down. Thanks, Leo. As we come to the offertory, before we do the plates, I want to ask Dan Pruitt to come on up here for a moment. Dan is in his blues and he's gonna share a little bit of the work that he does with veterans.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Veterans Day has come and gone again. And last year at this time, I stood up here informing you of number of suicides per day in the military. This year, I'm happy to report we've reduced the number of suicides from 22 to 17 per day. While that's a great step, There's still much work to do for suicide prevention. I'd like to try something to emphasize my point. How many veterans are in the audience? Just raise your hand. Keep those up now. How many have a veteran in their family? Keep those up. And lastly, how many know a veteran, friends with a veteran? Look around you. Almost everybody's hand is up. You can put your hands down now, thank you. Tremendous progress has been made, such as the 988 number and the Be The One campaign, but also such programs as comprehensive training suicide prevention programs for all personnel, enhanced access to military mental health services, peer support programs encouraging service members to reach out to their comrades for assistance when facing emotional and psychological challenge. Research data and research and data collection for a greater understanding of the problem. Collaboration with external organizations such as advocacy groups to bolster suicide prevention efforts. And finally, removing the stigma associated with seeking mental health care within the military culture. While progress has been made, suicide prevention remains a complex and evolving, challenging issue to the military. Continuous commitment and adaption to new strategies are crucial to ensuring the well-being of our service members. The military's dedication to this issue reflects its commitment to safeguarding the mental health of all those who serve our nation. Being in a wartime situation for long stretches of time does things to you that many just don't understand the severity of the issue. So what can you do? If you know a veteran, call them sometime and just ask, how are they doing? Just the sound of your voice can be very powerful. You never know what that person's thinking, whether he or she is hurting inside. And oh, next time you uh, thank a service member for his service, Try adding, how are you doing? Thank you.
0: Thank you, Dan, for your work with, uh, with veterans. Let us receive the offertory. we take a moment to remember and to say thank you to our veterans who are part of our congregation and community. We can never thank our military women and men enough for their courageous service and their sacrifice to country and and fellow citizens. And yet today we're going to try. We're going to lift up our voices to express gratefulness and honor these military troops, past and present. But we have a moment of call and response. This nation under God depends on each generation— Accepting the call to serve both God and country. So today we honor them as we shout, as we shout a resounding. In <laughs> a moment, the screen will have the names of those who served. If we don't have your name, it's one of our fears that we miss someone. Uh, Please let us know, and uh, we'll be ready for next year. Uh, We'll be asking folk to stand here momentarily. If we don't have your name, please stand anyway uh, at that time. What we'd like to do is to recognize you and your particular branch, so when you hear your branch's song be played, please stand and be recognized. There may or may not be someone from each branch at this particular service, and that's okay. Let's see who served.
1: Air Force, how about me?
0: Right over there. Um, they came to the first service and he stood up for coast guard. They're relatively new, new folk. And it's the first time in like 10 years I've had someone stand up for coast guard. Uh, so it was nice to say, uh, thank you to him. Um, my father-in-law who is army every now and then would just pick up the phone and, and pretend to talk to someone. And we're like, what are you doing? Is it like, he was the king of dad jokes, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'd be talking, da, 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 da. Like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll bite. Who'd you call? He goes, well, I called the Coast Guard. Why'd you call the Coast Guard? Well, to see if the coast was clear. <laughs> like, oh, army people, army, yeah. Well, may we never forget. We pray that wars and rumors of wars would cease. But if there is a need, let us, those of us of younger generations, go forth as faithfully as our forefathers and mothers, for the cause of peace and justice. It may sound overused and cliche, but with all sincerity of heart, thank you and your families for your service. I believe we're at scripture time, and Judy has a reading for us from the New Testament. Today's scripture reading is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12 through 18. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the
2: highest regard and love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with
0: everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. May God bless the reading of his word. So two old guys walk out of a shop, and lo and behold, there, by, right by the car, there was a cop riding out a parking ticket, just right there in front of him. And one of the old guys went up and said, come on, how about, how about giving a senior citizen a break? And the cop just ignored the request and kept riding the ticket. And the buddy, the, the guy's buddy said, what a, what a jerk, and the cop slapped that ticket on the windshield and then looked around the car and started writing another ticket. Oh, bald tires. Mm-hmm. And then the first guy I called him another name that I can't say here in church. Slap another ticket. Let's see what else is wrong with the car. And this went on for like 20 minutes. Uh, they, they kept calling him names and the cop just kept writing tickets. And finally, finally, after a while of this, uh, the officer just sneered at the old guys and walked away. And one old guy said to his buddy, man, that officer was mad. And his buddy replied, not as mad as the owner of this car's going to be. And they walked on home. Got to think about that for a minute. Uh, yeah. Don't mess with old guys who have nothing better to do. Parking tickets. Ah, oh. first ticket, park, first parking ticket I ever got was in front of our sanctuary right here during the week. I didn't realize it was timed parking. Now on Sundays it's free, but during the week it's timed. Uh, everything else around the church is fine, except right right here. Uh, had a had a family member who just found out how easy it is to get a parking ticket in Boise. The city wants their money. Uh, I know we don't have a lot of parking here. Uh, The park across the street, the one that was scheduled to be demolished for an eight-story building, that is on hold now. So it's still going to be a park for for a long time. Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 (laughs) Life is just filled with annoyances. It's filled with problems. Some small, some serious. A slight fender bender on the way to work. The, the washing machine overflows. Your adult child moves home again. The diagnosis is not good. Uh, the bills are more than the paycheck. You're, you, you, you're sleeping at night and you hear this. You hear the cat go, wah, wah, wah. and then you remember you don't have a cat. Like What is making that noise? you just irritated when life's annoyances pop up or do you see them as an opportunity i want to say i'm the latter of the two choices the but in full transparency i'm more the the former i wish life was smooth no troubles through life and you could just just make it all the way to the end with no problems but pastor mike that's not how life works We live in a fallen world. Perfection eludes us. Uh, Paul, who wrote uh, the scripture for us today, he wrote several books of the New Testament. About a fourth of the uh, New Testament belongs to him, letters to all these churches. In another letter, he writes, our citizenship is in heaven, and only then will we be made perfect. Until then, we will have trouble, and things will go wrong. We are not promised smooth sailing. We're actually promised problems. You will have problems. Because welcome to, to, to the human experience. Do me a favor. When I uh, when I when I raise this hand like this, could you say thank you, God? Thank you, God. Let's practice. Thank you, God. James, the half-brother of Christ, also wrote a little book that got into the New Testament. And In there, he says, chapter one, chapter one, you will have problems and be glad when you have problems. And I kind of want to write him back and say, James, what are you talking about? Uh, This is what he said. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. When troubles come your way. Thank you, Thank you, All right. just, just testing. It's, it's going to come up a few times in this. Paul, shipwrecked, beaten, left for dead, abandoned, jailed during his ministry. He writes, Rejoice and be glad at all times, in everything. And he wrote these words while being chained to a guard. Rejoice in the Lord always. A thousand years before Paul, before Christ, David, who had much to complain about, instead praised God for all his troubles. So many of our Psalms that we read are written by him. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Praise God. He says it throughout the whole, uh, throughout the whole, uh, all, all the Psalms. There's always a praise God in there. He praises God for all the, pra- he, he got in trouble with the king because he was good with the slingshot. And yet he praises God. Praise uh, who, who's, who's the guy who always had problems in the Bible? The one who's just... Job, y'all know the story of Job. Uh, Job, you only praise God because good things happen to you. And the story goes that God and the evil one, God says, all right, evil one, you can do what you want. God doesn't cause it. Uh, But take away his his wealth, his family, yada, yada, and let's see how he ends up. And at the end of his suffering, uh, Job was still thankful for his
1: life.
0: Um, <laughs> toward the end, uh, actually, this is toward the beginning uh, when all the trouble started. Job's wife uh, had some interesting words. How would you like a spouse like this? This is Job's wife. Then said his wife unto him, "Does thou still retain thine integrity? Just curse God and die already." <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Right. <laughs> this is this is Job's response. The Lord gives, and the Lord takes away. May the name of the Lord be praised. His troubles helped him see God, uh, not just know God. Isn't it interesting, the times that people feel closest to God would be like the birth of a child, or when disaster strikes. That's when you could really feel God's presence. And I gotta ask, What's wrong with these people? How can you get an attitude of gratitude when things go south? This kind of thanksgiving and gratitude pleases God. It's easy to be thankful when times are going well. He gives us plenty of, the, of those. But what's our first thought in times of trouble? Is it thankfulness or is it gratitude? Or is it just grumpiness? Grumpiness? Mine's grumbling. Grumbling is one of my uh, 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 gifts of the spirit. That and sarcasm is also there. God, really? Really? I do my best and this is what I get? I got the flat tire over here. Uh, the one, yeah, the, the, the one day I get a flat tire is the day that it's raining. Like, it doesn't happen on a nice day. Why do we give thanks to God in times of trouble? Here's, here's three reasons. Giving thanks replaces grumbling. It is so hard to grumble as you're giving thanks. If we're giving thanks and rejoicing, even in our difficulty, we can't grumble and complain. Paul says in another book, Philippians, do everything without complaining and arguing so that you may be blameless and pure children of God. And if we're children of God, that's, and that's what we are, our response is always rejoicing, even in the hard days.
2: That's what we do.
0: We find that silver lining, knowing that God doesn't cause our problems, but he, walks, he helps walks us through them. You know, if you're in the longest line at the grocery store two days before Thanksgiving, I don't, I don't know, one of, our, one of our secret powers is choosing the wrong line at the shopping store. I don't know if anyone else has that superpower, but there's five people over here. There's two people over here. We'll go over here, and they take forever. And you—do you ever count? Like oh, I could have. Oh, I. Oh, I was right. Oh man, you ever do that? Yeah. We do that. It's our superpower. We tell the kids pick the line because we'll get it wrong. Uh, instead of grumbling, oh, I just want to be home. I should be thankful that there's a store, that there's food. I know there's an opportunity. If the turkey comes out of the oven overcooked and dry as a July afternoon, yeah. do we have a picture of a turkey? That I Yeah, if that's our turkey. Some of you know what movie that came from. Just give thanks that family is there and just pass more gravy. Help that go down. There's always a reason to be grumpy. There's always a reason to give thanks. Be the person that gives thanks. And if there seems to be no other reason to give thanks in the worst of situations, give thanks to God for salvation that comes to Christ. May our thanksgiving replace grumbling. Another thing we could do. Being thankful reminds us not just of the big blessings, but the little ones as well. Giving thanks in times of trouble uncovers the way God blesses us in so many different ways. We have this lavishness of grace and mercy. Sometimes we see his work and sometimes it goes unnoticed. If I'm driving home and I'm driving home and there's this, there's just, we're not moving. We're not moving at all. I just want to grumble. I want to complain. But somewhere in the back of my mind, there's this, this might be Pollyanna or or weird thinking, but I do think, is God saving me from being in the wrong place at the wrong time? Is he stopping me from being in an accident somewhere else? I'll get home. You know, it's really weird. God, I hate this day. This day, this stinks. This line stinks. And then you see the ambulance go by for the accident that's up there. Like, man, I'm having the worst day ever. Oh, that guy's having the worst day ever. When you see an accident or something, just or, or the fire truck, go by, just shoot them a prayer. God, whoever's in disaster, be with them. Whoever, uh, for, for those who are helping, that are about to see something, be with them. Our, our, our eyes, when we do that, our eyes are no longer on the problem, but on his gifts. Look around, they're out there we remember the small blessings as well. And lastly, giving thanks reminds us of the source of our gratitude. The source of gifts that we have is God, our Father, our Creator, our Sustainer, the Lord who saves. I really believe Thanksgiving is one of the most holy days out there. But What about Christmas? What about Easter? Those are holy days as well. But thanksgiving implies that there is someone to give thanks to. That there is a creator of the harvest. There is someone who ever put this planet together. We give you thanks. Even atheists say thank you, right? It's one of the holiest things we could do is give thanks. Some of the greatest gifts my children could give. They're out of, out of the room. They don't want to hear this. But the greatest gifts that they could give is just thank you the greatest gift that you can give you to your parents, wherever they may be, if they're still around, thank you. It's the source of all good things. Giving thanks in all things helps us remember who the source is of all these gifts. And uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go off script here. Um, how do you give thanks, though, and a miscarriage. How do you give thanks when the cancer comes back? How do you give thanks when there's a car wreck and a loved one is in pain or gone? That's what I want the answer to. How do you give thanks in those times? Ten years ago today was the last day that I saw my father. Father. We knew he was going, and I flew back. He was, uh, he's in Nebraska, we were out here, and I flew back over vet, uh, Veterans' Day holiday. I had that time. And uh, I knew when I drove out of that driveway uh, I wasn't going to see him again. How did he give thanks in those times? We, uh, before I left, we were sitting around the table. <laughs> And we were kind of joking. We have, a, we have a, a, a weird sense of humor in our family that we kind of go in the dark areas, uh, uh, gallows humor, if you call it. Um, we just talk about life. And I said, you know, the last person who died in our family was, was uh, my maternal's grandfather. So my father's father-in-law. And we said, wouldn't it be great when you, when you get to heaven and the first person to greet you would be your father-in-law?
3: He goes, God no, oh no, 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 no! <laughs>
0: it's the last thing I want. Uh, they got along, but you know, it's fine. Um, I'm the I'm the second of four kids, and I was supposed to have another sister. they're supposed to be five. My mother had a miscarriage, um, stillbirth. Took it all the way to term, stillbirth. Um. And my dad said when we were joking about (laughs) father-in-law creating him in heaven, he says, you know what I want? I want to hold my baby. She's there waiting. Even in, in, and I'm kind of getting teary-eyed now, even in the midst of life's hardest things, you could still find something to give thanks for. We didn't get to spend time with this baby girl. But we know we have an eternity together. I don't know what it is that causes you the greatest pain. There's still something to find thanks. If someone did something horrible to you, maybe it gives you a little bit more empathy for the people around you. Maybe it gives you a little bit of voice to say, you know what, that was horrible, but there's life on the other side. Whatever it is, there is a chance to give thanks. Thanks. And that's why we celebrate some of this Thanksgiving for the good things and in spite of the other things. Today, I pray that when a minor irritation arises or plans fall apart or even something worse, you can find words of praise and thanksgiving and not complaining. I know it's not easy. Our first instinct is grumbling. Grumbling and I pray that we can also see the small blessings along the way and I pray that you can focus on the reason for gratitude our God, the source of all our gifts we came into this world with nothing and we're going to leave with nothing except for memories relationships and someday we'll see family and friends again that we can quote maybe the psalmist again this is David who said this praise the Lord Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. And with that, this sermon is over. Thank you. I invite the singers to come on up. We're going to sing a little bit of Blessed Be Your Name. And somewhere in there, I think is the line, he gives and takes away. A little bit of uh, the sermon today. As able let's stand and sing praising and worshiping with us today to to the upstairs folk as well to make all that happen for the folk online wherever you may be you go with our love and we just pray that you find a blessing in today's today's walk along the journey thank you for the music that keeps us going i don't know about you but sometimes i leave church just 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 i just can't get them out of my head i can't get them out of my head thank you just for the earworms. may the god that brought us together today go with you now and forevermore. That may may you find blessings scattered upon your path that you might grow closer to God no matter what may come. Go in peace.